0: Welcome to The Table, where three women of three generations are navigating together how to pursue God as Father, Jesus as Lord, and Spirit as Shepherd through every stage of life. It doesn't always look pretty, and it's never perfect, but we're always aiming to sharpen each other as iron on iron. So sister, pull up a chair, settle in, and get ready to grow with us in today's episode of The Iron Women. Hey, everyone, welcome back to episode two of season two of the iron women podcast. Today, we are going to be getting into the topic of the American dream luxury or a lie? Have we been sold the wrong dream? Um, But before we get into that, we do have a connection card question. And it is which cartoons did you watch? When you were a kid. Oh,
1: I know this. I know mamas.
2: What are they? Smurfs. Oh, I did. I love Smurfs. Really? There is still something about when I see a smurf, it it gives me some kind of feels. It just brings you back to fond childhood memories. Something even about their shapes, like the roundness. I know this is weird, <laughs> but we live in a world now that like accepts all this stuff. Like uh-huh. what's that sound like those noises? Oh, ASMR. ASMR. Uh, Yeah, okay. I see a little Smurf (laughs) and the colors and their little roundness. Like, I want them. There's a diagnosis for that out there. (laughs) Somewhere. Okay. But I will say this. Speed racer. I had a crush. Of course, I was so stinking boy. Is this crazy. a cartoon? Yes, Speed Racer. And I had I'm a crush a on too. him. He was a cartoon character. Never okay. heard of this. Speed, I, have, I have go nine. Speed Racer, go Speed Racer, go Speed Racer, go. Never Nothing. heard of this in my life. Okay, is yeah, it, I wait, am 54. Is
0: there a video game that goes with this too? No?
2: I don't know, but there was a little revision of it a few years back. Well, quite a few years back, and it didn't really take off, but. Yeah, like...
0: Deanna liked the original bad boy. <laughs>
2: I, yeah, I know. And, like, you look back and, like, the cartoon was, like, nothing, like, the drawing. And I'm like, I, I literally crushed on this cartoon character.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, that's a thing now. Anime. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mine would probably be...
1: I mean, I'm told... I don't have many m- memories of this, but I'm told I loved Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Um, our room was themed Winnie the Pooh. Me mm. and Jonathan as kids at a point. Um blues clues was a fave, I'm told. Yeah. Even That's though it's not a cartoon. Yes it is. Uh oh. the only thing non-cartoon about it is, is Steve. Steve. Everything else is a cartoon. Okay. Is it not? Yeah. The no. whole show is a cartoon. Steve is the only real thing. Yeah, I guess. Steve was real. That's what I just said. Everything yeah. about it is a cartoon okay. except I'll for Steve. Give I'll give you that. Blue clues <laughs> is a cartoon. Okay. A cartoon dog. Okay. Um and then maybe Rugrats I liked when oh, I got don't to know, tell I people like, I let y'all watch it. I liked Rugrats no. too. Rugrats is great. I
0: yeah, I was kind of condemned.
2: Great. Really? Yes, because we watched Rugrats.
1: Rugrats Jeez. was a great. Yeah. One. And then when I got a little older as a kid, probably I mean. Again, this could be controversial depending on, you know, how you raise your kids. That's up to you. But like, I liked SpongeBob. This the, oh, the yeah. dumb humor, <laughs> the stupidness. <laughs> um, I liked me a Jimmy Neutron episode. Oh, I oh, love yeah. Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. For y'all. Yes. School smell. He had to get rid of the oh, school my smell. Y'all I love Jimmy Neutron. Um, yeah, that's the main ones coming to mind as far as, car- I mean, obviously, if we're um, that's TV shows. I mean, anything Disney cartoon yeah. movie growing up was, you know, like my world. But TV show, I mean, there wasn't Mickey Mouse Clubhouse didn't exist. So there wasn't like a Disney cartoon show regularly right. on TV mm-hmm. that I remember. Um, roly Poly oly, that, yeah. that was a thing when I was little. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Those are the ones I remember. Oh, I, I
2: forgot too. Flintstones and Jetsons, like the two opposite time oh, periods yeah. I love yep. Flintstones and Jetsons yeah,
0: yeah I remember watching both of them man y'all are taking me down memory lane I know I know I don't usually like remember these details very well but I'm like oh yeah I did watch that yeah watch that uh-huh. yeah, yeah <laughs> they're watching that you're too. in between us I know yeah yeah, yeah. you're so actually closer much, to my daughter than me yeah yeah, yeah. I would say because those are the cartoons that I remember for sure um ah real monsters what? what y'all probably? should' just make another language <laughs> to that <laughs> television show. Say that again. <laughs> What's it called? Ah, real monsters. What? What channel? Was it a cartoon? Cartoon Network. Okay. I I wasn't allowed to watch Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network was a no-no. Oh, well, I shouldn't have been either. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, Ah, Real Monsters was one. Rugrats for sure. Um, When I was like a little girl, I I was told that I really liked Barney. That's not a cartoon. Okay. Well, yeah. That is real people. That is is, is real people, but... Um, and then I, I remember having an affinity towards 101 Dalmatians mm, and all of the stuffed animals and stuff. It's a fave. And then also the little mermaid because I wanted to a be thing.
1: There was a show on mm. Disney channel, a, a TV show about little mermaid for a few years. I don't remember it, there but was I do
0: remember watching that movie the and movie. like begging to watch that movie. And my brother's was Winnie the Pooh. His, that, that was his I favorite. mean, you just, it's just so wholesome. Yeah. It doesn't get better than all Winnie. Yep. Winnie you know, Pooh. I had a friend
2: over last night with her three girls, and she was telling me there's this book, and it is the true story of the bear, Winnie the Pooh, with A.A. A. Milne. Don't Not tell me Christ- it's like a horror. No, like it's a beautiful story. story. Really? Okay, good. So um, sure. she said she got it on Thrift Books. So I'm like, well, maybe I just need to borrow theirs because, you know, we love the Christopher Robin. and Yeah. Yeah. But she said it was like a, it, like the real life story of this a real little bear. Aww. I know. That's cute. I forget what like it's called. A real animal in real yes. life. It was like this little like military group of guys in World War One that had this- And they watched this little bear? No. Yeah, they got this little bear and it became their like- little real little bear that they took care of and i'm like okay like my daughter and i would totally love that story Mm. so i feel like they need to do like a docudrama on this or something i know because you know i loved like when they did christopher robin like the the the, ewan mcgregor movie that they did a few years back yeah Yeah. so sweet it's so beautiful yes i know so anyway yeah there you go um i'm sorry i don't know the title yeah
0: of the We'll figure that <laughs> but out.
1: But Winnie <laughs> was a real bear. We now know. You yes. heard it here. Winnie he was
0: a
2: real bear. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Well, we are going to jump right into our topic, uh, the American dream. Um, Man, this one is like near and dear to my heart because, I mean, it's it's being sold everywhere. But I grew up in a culture where like you worked till you were dead. And um, over time was something that was glorified. And like you, you know, you were like less, I don't, I don't even know. If you didn't work like 50 or 60 hours a week, you know, and slaved away your life, um, you were just considered less than or you weren't doing what needed to be done to take care of your family. Mm. Or you know what I mean? And so um my dad growing up all my life worked overtime. My mom worked overtime. You know, and my mom worked two jobs when we were kids. And um, but somehow we were always they were always like home with us. We never had to do like daycare or anything like that. But uh, man, I just feel like we have been sold this false premise of if we just work hard enough to acquire the things that our heart desires, that we will be filled with all of this um, peace, this this thing that we're like searching after is just this false misconception of something that, um, something better that the Lord has. And so mm. I really kind of wanted to talk through this topic with y'all and get some biblical perspective on this um and just kind of talk through some biblical principles of how the lord calls us to live versus what the world is telling us about this and so um i think something uh that i just thought of was i i remember there was a point
1: where the american dream concept i didn't understand that in what we're talking about today the only thing i ever thought of was like historically like this concept of the American dream mm-hmm. was people coming from other less Countries. privileged yeah. places of the world mm-hmm. to America. And it truly was like, if you could just get to America, you will have opportunity mm-hmm. and you can be your, your own person, your yes. freedom, constitutional rights. Yes, like sure. in the constitution. Yes. Yeah. To it's, pursue a life of.
0: Life, liberty, freedom and. Happiness. Pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of yeah. happiness. Yeah. It's just
1: like, if you could get to America, you're that is what that's the goal of life like for these people and to an extent that's true like we are living Mm -hmm. a very privileged life because people took their lives at stake yeah Yeah. to build this for us yes but as all things Mm -hmm. normally happen over history uh we swing the pendulum too far yes (laughs) exactly
0: and so it becomes unbalanced and everything else yeah um now that you say that like literally i remember um the story that my mom told me of my grandmother coming uh, over from Ireland from the potato famine. So I don't even mm. know when this was. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And I've he- she. I've, I've, I've heard about that story. Yeah. That, from time yeah, like, like, m- in history. Yeah. And so she came off the boat and she literally scrubbed toilets in the school that my grandmother became the principal in. Wow. Yeah. So like full circle moment there, you know, but like Erica said, yeah. you know, we just, we swing too hard into this. It's swung from like Ellis Island. It's an honor and a
1: privilege to be here. Now it's mm. like entitlement city. Yeah. Like, I'm glad not, you brought that up. Cause when yeah, we talked me too. about yeah, it, I didn't think about it till just now, like it's yeah. not yeah. so much melting pot opportunity. It's like.
0: Yeah. Get out of
1: my way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have something that I want. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to get it, you know? Yeah. And
2: it is about getting the most you
0: can. Yeah, absolutely. Um and making life the
2: best for me. Because that's that's the perspective I think of it. I know um, you know, being in the um Christian position of speaking and teaching a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it comes up a lot, like okay, you're you're living your life for the American dream. Yes, and so that's immediately now in the last however many years. But yeah, the, you're right. There is that concept, and it's not sinful in and of itself. Yeah, um, you know, pursue happiness. I don't know that that can get controversial. You know, when we talk about a Christian, but okay. So if you take it from its very roots, yeah, like are the very roots of our country. Is to like come over here and get a better life.
1: Yeah, have even the option. Yeah, it was like if you come over here, you got to work for it. It's not yes. going to be handed to you, right? right? But, I mean, maybe now it will be, but yeah. yeah, At least in like when when was our country founded? Seventeen seventy six. That's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, y'all were way ahead of me on that one. Seventeen seventy six. When people <laughs> well, that's
2: when we earned came. our independence. It was before right. that. They first came over in the sixteen hundreds.
1: Yes. but it was like. They were, you know, oppressed, I guess, historically in with the in, in you know, Europe or yeah. UK, yeah. Britain, well, in England so and stuff in some of the other countries. There wasn't freedom of religion. Yeah. It, yeah. Was a,
2: it was a strong caste system. Yeah, the,
1: the classes, yeah. social classes. Yeah. And that was different here. Yeah. That, that didn't exist. Yeah. You yeah. came and you worked and yeah. you could grow. And, and, and if you anybody. worked hard,
2: you yeah. could. Yeah. And yeah. that's great and a woman can come over yep. and end up being com- yeah. a principal and those are great stories so right. i don't know that we're we're going to be like against that type of mentality
1: but i yeah. think what it's like just what it's evolved into yes. it's yes. entitlement
0: and i deserve
1: yes. this yes. kind yes of and as believers well and what and, should our, our thoughts
0: exactly be? like yeah. living just an unbalanced not leaving margin um and just pursuing these things to be able to build yourself um like a, it's
2: bigger, better, bigger, better, yes, bigger, exactly. better. more toys
0: you want. Yeah. Yeah. He who dies with the most toys wins. Exactly. That's yeah. the legacy that you're wanting to leave instead of this rich spiritual legacy where you just loved well and served your family well and served your church well and just left a legacy of God where they look back on your life and, you know, maybe you weren't the most, um, wealthy or, or had all the things, you know, but you just, you loved well and you stewarded your life and your, and your children and your time and your resources well. And so I don't know, there's, there's, there's definitely a balance Mm -hmm. for sure. You know, some people are called to sell it all and go and be on the mission field. And, you know, um, some people are not. And, um, you know, like I, for one, being a small business owner have to walk this line I don't know. It's, it's, it's really hard. You know, that Bible verse that talks about, you cannot serve two masters. Mm -hmm. Either you will love the one and hate the other, you know, and and the two masters in that passage
2: are are God God and and mammon. Mammon is the original word, which is money.
0: Yeah. 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 So I have like seen that played out firsthand because I will tell you right now, I do not run my comp, my company to be the most profitable. It's just not in its DNA. No, no you don't. You know? And like, <laughs> no, I don't. But it's always for an intention and a purpose. And the Lord, which he could choose um to change this at any moment. And I need to hold it very loosely so that he can have the liberty to do that. But um has he's he's always blessed it and he's always provided what it needs to, you know. But it's incredibly hard to push profits and push these margins and um overwork my people, underpay them. And you know what I mean? Like that's that could be how I run my business. And it's how a lot of companies in America run their business. And it's 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 incredibly hard to just like to serve God and love people and love well the ministry and leave margin in my life so that I can participate in ministry and serve in my church and do all the things that I feel the Lord has called me to do and still build my kingdom over here, yeah. You know what I mean.
2: So I, I think when okay. So when we talk about this, we yes. have to um,
0: balance me. Okay. Diana. So
2: we've got <laughs> unbelievers and believers. Those are our two groups of people in yes. the world. Yes. And unbelievers are just going to go that way. And there's going to be some unbelievers that really, um, they, they choose a life of sacrifice, Yes, you know, and they're very like, yeah, I'm not going to go this route of things and yeah. materialism and bigger, 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 better, 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 and more, more, more. And so um, they do those things. Right. Not for the cause of Christ.
1: Exactly. Okay. So we're not, ta- we're not going to talk about that today. Because frankly, unbelievers, this is the life to live for. Yes. Because they have nothing good on the other side. Exactly. To, uh, invest in. Right. Yes. This is you better live it up. Yeah. Because yes. this is it. Yeah. Yep. And and
2: whatever you think the most important thing is as an unbeliever. So if they think like, you know, um, you know, feeding the world. You know, if that's what they think they're here for, then they better live for that. You know, yes. if they think, yes, it's it's to get the most out of my business, make as much money so my family can have a great experience here yes. on this earth. OK, because
0: in, in their mind, they die and then it's over. Right. OK, so but even are we, that we've got fathers who are literally leaving their children who aren't raising that. You know what I mean? Like they're pursuing this like you know, building up this, this dream that they have in order to provide the biggest house and the best cars and have their kids participate in all the things and everything else. And then they're not even present. They're not even present, you know, and, and that can also be mothers nowadays.
2: Yeah. Too. So, yeah. OK, so are we going to agree that we're not really going to go down the line of the believer, unbeliever route? Yeah. OK, so we want to mostly talk about believers. Yes. OK, so here we are as believers living in this world. Yes. But as Scripture says, not of this world. Yes. And that is not an easy thing to do. Um, because as as I've just recently traveled to Uganda and I, I've been in other poverty stricken places, if it, the three of us sit here, we could definitely be accused of we're just living the American dream. Yes. In comparison. So some of this may be relative. Um, Okay. So in here in America, like we do have to have decent cars. Yeah. I'm not saying I have to have the best car. Right. But- I kind of do have to have a, a decent car, even just to do the ministry I do. Yes. Okay. Um, we do have to have a house with electricity and and things like, so, okay, so this is where it gets really murky. So um, David Platt wrote on this um, a while back in a very popular, became a bestseller called Radical. And this was the tagline for that book, taking back your faith from the American dream. Mm. And I like the tagline because I'll just tell you, my own perspective is if i if I default to my just regular fleshly nature, it's more bigger, better, yeah. And my more, bigger, better? Maybe in different areas than yeah. someone else's more, bigger, better, mm-hmm. okay? So, you know, as, as Americans, like some people, like they're gonna give all their money, um, time, energy to travel, 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 travel. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah,
0: that's not my thing.
2: Mm-hmm. So I don't wanna necessarily look at their thing as sinful just because it's not my thing.
0: Yeah, um, I think the original place that I wanted to go is um, like balance, living a life of balance, but also um, just coming to a place of where we recognize that God calls us to be available to do certain things and to live a certain way um, and to like have margin in order that we might be able to say yes to him.
1: Yeah, I think it was a lot of what is the filter decision making filter yeah, in this life, you know, on this side of eternity, what is our yeah. decision-making filter? What are we going to pursue? What are we going to seek after? Are we going to seek after the eternal kingdom? Or are we going to seek after right. this physical world? Because and building as up believers,
0: in that? yeah, we're called to live on mission, and yes, we do. We absolutely we have to have jobs, and we have to. I mean, shoot, nowadays in women's ministry, you kind of have to like. Put, press on nails and like get your hair dang done so that or no one's you. Know, listen so that your to your relative, you know, like I do. I get that. That's oh, like so an can, aspect of it. Can I, I it. go to Jeff and tell him I need Botox now. We need a
2: budget
1: line item in the <laughs> ministry. No, let's start a GoFundMe for my Botox. Cosmetics. Cosmetics. <laughs> Y'all can donate to the Ironman. <laughs> I'm the oldest. I get the bigger part of the pot.
2: Okay. So, okay. So here we are. Um, and you know, I don't even like, I don't like talking about this because man, it can, th- I don't think the line is clearly drawn I in yep. scripture.
0: I'm with you too. And everyone's going to be called to a different degree of sacrifice yes. and of, so, yeah. Well,
1: I kind of disagree with that actually. Okay. I think the line is drawn. What's the line? Seek ye first the kingdom.
2: Oh, in a general, yes. Yes. I think it's, uh, when I, I think of it, okay, my hands are up now, like an umbrella of, okay, now as a believer... Yes. My purpose for living is completely different now. Yes. My purpose for living is to glorify God. And yes. I glorify God by fulfilling the great commission, um, loving and serving others. Yes. Um, um, what, you know, fulfilling, you know, my spiritual gift, mm-hmm. um, building the kingdom here on earth. Yes. Okay. So if I just go by that, then it should be,
1: no, I, I, I don't pursue anything else other than that. No. See, I think it's different. Even I think it's okay. just ye first the kingdom. So if your and thing all is these always will be given yes. first at the top of the list, the filter I am seeking in this life in my, in my family in my work and yes. my ministry first is, is kingdom eternal investment. And then under that first falls everything, other decision in life of the, how the Lord blesses you with financial or physical relational material things. Yes. But those are then tools under the umbrella of, but in Seeking all of these the things kingdom. and all the blessings of getting to be in America, 2024, right. yes. that I do have the honor and privilege that I don't deserve. And it's a grace gift, all of it. Right. Yep. That is the reality we three are sitting in. Yes. yes. That yes. We can't, we're not going to change it. I don't want to change it. Yes. Well, <laughs> I don't exactly. want to teach
2: else. priorities. Yes. I don't I don't believe in the priority chain of God first, family and then church or whatever you want to put. Right. Because we always like we default if we're Christians, we default to God then family. Yes. So uh, that is the seek ye first. I seek God first in my family. I seek God first in in my ministry. I seek God first in my enjoyment. Yes. I seek God first in my vacation time, yep. in my job. And, mm-hmm. and so I think, yeah, that's what you're saying. So yeah, that, okay. So even under that then, yep. boy, it can get, it can get confusing it and, can. and murky and I can become really judgmental on mm-hmm. this.
0: I didn't sound judgmental. No, just no, <laughs> no, but I mean, the thing
2: is like, but there are people that could look at me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Walk into my
0: closet. Oh, I, yeah, I absolutely. You know, <laughs> I know I keep going back to the business owner, but it's because it has like it's it just has driven a lot of my interactions with life and stuff. But I do. I've got people that that look at me and they'll make comments and stuff and. Um, The three of us sitting at this table, people are like,
1: y'all are going to use five, six hours of your Saturday morning uh, talking to each other and thinking people want to listen to you. And y'all are saying that's seeking the kingdom. Y'all could actually be out (laughs) there like feeding, you know, whatever, volunteering here, giving here. Yes. yes. And you're going to sit around and talk in a a heated space. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yes. Yes. With all our little equipment here.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I okay, know.
2: so do you see how this gets? And I'm like, oh man, yeah. I don't know that I want to do this podcast. Yeah. Um, because I I insert this a lot into teaching and stuff, and I I either just have people like, okay, that's Deanna's thing. Yeah. And we're just going to turn her off. But um, I think Daddy even in last week when Laura and I weren't there. Um, he brought a, a good
1: example
2: of yes. just the concept of the house. What was that? Yes. He did? Yeah. So, talk us through uh, that again.
1: Last Sunday when mama and Lauren were on that retreat, they spoke of uh, in, in episode one, um, daddy was preaching on the passage in acts. That's about Peter an angel, uh, basically breaking Peter out of jail. He was supposed to be executed the next day. Um, and I think it's chapter 13, something around 11, 12, 13. Um, and there's a basically a house church meeting that had been meeting night after night after night after night in this lady's house. Her name is, is Mary. She's uh, John Mark's uh, mother. Um, and she obviously, from indications in the passage, was a very wealthy woman and not just wealthy. We're talking about like in the town like it's not normal for a woman to be mentioned to have a house Mm -hmm. as a woman in this culture Mm -hmm. but also a house big enough to house
0: all Lots of, these of people,
1: yeah. night after night. This isn't just like a one-time thing. Yeah, like she hosted, <laughs> yeah. fed, took care of these people. They were praying for days on nights on end and she hosted them, a house big enough to do it. It's listed she had a courtyard. So it wasn't just the house on a road. She has this courtyard in front of her house that was mm-hmm. probably beautiful and landscaped yep. and taken care of. And then there's even a gate. And he explained how that is in the fact that they mentioned that is a big deal because people just didn't have gates and fences gates, back yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you had money yeah. that you yeah. in house and material possessions that needed to be protected yeah. so much so that you had an iron a gate, gate uh, that had someone gated community right? Yeah. that yeah. had yeah. someone watching the gate yeah. gatekeeping, allowing only certain people in and out. And she had a servant girl yeah. named Rhoda. So the fact that all these things indicate not just a wealthy woman was married. She was an extremely wealthy woman for the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that she's not condoned for the fact that she was wealthy in the passage. If anything, she is lifted up because she used her resources. God had blessed her, put favor on her. And she realized, I'm going to use the favor he's given me on my material possessions and opportunities to... I'm going to um, use them for the kingdom work. I'm mm-hmm. seeking first the kingdom with the wealth God has given me yeah. by hosting these people to pray um, for Peter to get released out of prison. Yeah.
2: So the, the gift of her house, the blessing of the house, right. but the blessing of the house is for kingdom purposes. Yes. So I guess the quick equivalent would be here. Okay. So if you're out there living for bigger and better houses, are you using your house for the Lord Yes. or is your house just for bigger and better? Because I keep up with the Joneses and I want this and I want this and I want this. Okay. Well then there's a problem. Right. If you're a believer, there's a problem. Your priorities are out of whack. So, okay. So if we stay in the money realm, um, Okay. So there can be people that are blessed financially and mm-hmm. we, we need people that are blessed financially. God does bless people financially. Absolutely. like The gifts there. We are blessed
1: financially well, more yeah. than a lot of people in America.
2: Yes. And so like, what, what is the role there? Well, we, we need people that have finances to finance a lot of things that are done in kingdom building ministries. Uh-huh. Okay, so ministry costs money. Ministry mm. costs money. So then you have like okay, so yeah, I have money. I'm just going to give. I'm not really going to do anything. I don't have yeah. to. Okay, so man, do you see how many
0: little rabbit trails I know cuz it it all goes back to stewardship. Yes. And yeah. it goes back to like living <laughs> integrated christianity i know i keep saying that and going back to it but that's really what it is and it's it's in this too it's in this it's in finding the balance and living a life of integrated christianity like is god truly in the forethoughts of every motivation and in every um step forward that you're taking like are you being intentional about the time that you're spending the job that you're pursuing the dream that you're building you know like whose whose kingdom are you building because you are either building God's yeah. or yours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's,
1: it's, I, we, we had down in our notes, it's not our doing to pursue the possessions, the accumulation of more and more and more bigger, better. Um, make sure my kids are safe for the next 50 years when I'm gone. Um, that I have multiple properties. I, I like right. for the sake of that, where, right. where the end, like that is the end goal. It's all wrapped up in just the more, the bigger, better, right. um, out of fear. A lot of the time that yeah. I want to, to be safe my family safe um there's a there's a um a complete opposite of that too though like when
2: you said my dad worked my mom worked there are some situations where it's requiring yeah dad and mom to work hours and hours simply to just keep a simple home yeah functioning food on the table we're getting there uh
1: yeah I, I mean, think we are there yeah in yeah. 2024 we are there we're like I don't see how for a lot of families, I like I, I don't even have kids. And for me and Matt to like meet the bottom line month to month, like yeah. we both have to have full-time jobs. Yeah. We both have side hustles. We both, you know, like have to manage our money well. We can't just go buying and, you know, all this kind of like you have right. to be mindful yeah. with your stewardship yeah. like in in our uh, American culture 2024. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, I I want to go In this direction of, okay, so you have this ability to influence um, the children God gives you. Mm -hmm. And I'll even go as far to say to the grandchildren. So, okay, so maybe I didn't do this so well as an individual, but I'm learning some things now. And yeah, maybe I do need to make some changes. Um, But what about my children and my grandchildren? How do I teach them? An example to them, because they are living in 2024 now. And I'll just be honest, what has been presented to our children and made available to our children for the last probably 10 to 20 years, I'm not real impressed. Mm. I'm just not real impressed mm. um, because we have we have very much like murky the line between need and want.
0: Yeah. And
2: and so, OK, so. There's a general idea of when you have a child, and I hear this a lot of, okay, listen, honey, you can grow up and be anything you want to be. That is an aspect of the American dream. Yes. Okay. I didn't tell my kids that. Yeah. Because that's not true. Yeah. No. What is true as a believing mother with children I'm wanting to raise to have the priority of God first and everything, you can be whatever. Ever God has planned and purposed for you to be. Yeah. Just that simple change in um, word usage yep. can be the thing of taking one thing that's like gives them these dreams that they're in control of their life um, if they really do want to be anything. Because, I mean, that's not true. Yeah. There are like realities of life. Right. Um, Erica could not be, as I've said before, and I, it seems silly, but what if she wanted to be an NBA basketball player? Right. Okay, well. Erica's what?
1: 53
2: 3, three. <laughs> Um athleticism Which, granted, there is
1: Short people in the NBA. Yes, there is.
2: Um, but Erica's athleticism. Is there a five foot um, three person? There's
1: in the field? There's, there's, there's someone short in that. A the, male in the NBA. There wow. has
2: been. Yes, very unusual. Very unusual. And so I'm not going to be like, honey, you can be. Well,
1: I want to. I want to. I want
2: to be an NBA basketball star. Okay, honey, you can be anything right. you want to be. And then I go down the road of spending and buying, and I'm setting her up for failure. Yeah. But when, and disappointment. when I say yes. Yep. When I say to her, first of all, like our lives are not our
0: own. Yes.
2: Our, my life is God's and he has the right. And, and I mean, I need to not just give him that right, but I need to say like, yes, he has the right to say what I do with this life. Yeah. I was bought by him. Yes. Um, so I say to my kids, listen, you know, God has a plan and a purpose for you mm-hmm. and there is your freedom. Yeah. in finding God's plan and purpose for you. And it may be that one of my children goes into it and they become millionaires. Mm-hmm. Okay, in that, God has a plan and purpose for you. Mm-hmm. Seek ye first. Um, how are you building the kingdom? How are you serving the Lord with those funds? Right. And it could be that they just go another route. So in just the very, and um, how we speak to our children, how we spend on our
1: children yes what you let your children no i'm not (sighs) now listen i've said this before i'm the biggest disney girl you ever gonna meet and that ain't changing I'm a Disney adult no matter what the internet changes wants to of, say. She's wearing a Disney collapse. sweatshirt. Yeah. I As I wear Actually, Mickey both Mini both on are. my chest. Yes. <laughs> we are a Disney family. <laughs> Truly we are. We love the nostalgia and the magic of Disney. Like yeah. We love it. Yeah. But every Disney movie has the same message. Every single one of yes. them begins, middle, and ends with when you wish upon a star makes no difference who you are. Anything your heart desires will come to you. Yeah. Yeah. That is what it is about. Yes. We, they are Selling that to our children. Yeah. And that's maybe where we are, why people think they can be anything they want to be. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: And for a phenomenal fee, you can go to the parks and get anything you want. Yeah. For a phenomenal fee. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. So where, where are we just not, uh, you know, know. because I can't dictate if you're give me 10 people in a class I cannot dictate to them what God's plan and purposes are for them. Right. That is not my place. Right. But what I can do is teach them some thought processes, some biblical thought processes, and how do we do a go go about this? Um, because there's some countries that this is not even an issue. Yeah. They're like, yeah, uh, we need to worry about how we're getting water today. Yeah. You know, and how we're going to get the the bare minimal food. Okay. Right. Okay. So. We're not living there and nope. more than likely the women that are listening to us are not living there. So we're even going to like kind of pull that out. Mm-hmm. So we've pulled unbelievers out. We're pulling people out that are just living in third world countries that are just, you know, what we make is millionaire status to them, Right. Exactly. So we're us. Yeah. We live in America. Um, m- most men and women have decent jobs. Yep. And so let's just go to your regular lower to middle class
1: in America. Yes. And there's practical sides to this, and then there's spiritual sides of it. And I think both should be acknowledged because both are valuable. Like, as a human being that has physical limitations, we can't do it all. Right. Like, right. (laughs) There is. I know Lauren want to talk about like practical, like there's increased anxiety. We are addicted to busy. We are addicted to control. We are addicted to safety. When this American dream breeds competition, crushing the others, not helping the others or, or whatever. So I know you wanted to talk about like, it's, Practically, yes. Mentally, mental like the mental health side of it, emotional health. Yeah,
0: the fruit that is that is being produced from this, like consume all and you know destroy everyone else's kingdom except for your own, so that you can have the biggest one, is literally causing. Um, just, I mean, first of all, just look at our like our society. Yeah, our state of society. Like we do not have. We are more divisive, in our current time, then probably, I don't know. Yeah, It's not, I haven't lived in all the other time. It's not Little House it's on not, the Prairie yeah, anymore, <laughs> folks. Right? We're not like, <laughs> I mean, we're even having to like teach people like how to just be a decent neighbor to the person who lives right next door to you. It's weird you know, to like, go up
1: to your neighbor. Yeah.
0: That's where we're it's at. has become, yeah, exactly. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. We just, we as God's people are just, we're called to be in the world, but not of it. You know, and we, sh- and- we
2: should be different. So I was listening to quite a few yeah. podcasts yesterday that were dealing with some of these things. And um, a reputable person was talking, a Christian re- was talking to someone that was like a decent, like unbeliever, but knowledgeable about things. Sure. And they have said that even in um, the Christian community, not just the world, anxiety has surpassed depression right now. Oh. So, whereas you know, ten years ago maybe depression was the the biggest the big thing, thing, yeah. Um, that is leading to suicides and stuff like that. Anxiety is right now, right? And it's stemming from the fact. Now, this was an unbeliever that said this. Yeah, it's coming from the fact that. We think we can have everything we want, be anything we want, do anything we want. And when the first opposition comes to our dream of life, we have anxiety. Yeah. And it's, it's not because there's real issues happening. It's because it's not happening the way I want it to happen. And so then there comes anxiety. The, the belief that I can control everything. No, we can't control everything. So the first time something happens to a young girl that's 18 years old, setting out in life. Okay. She's going to ha- start having some anxiety and some depression because it's not going the way her mama and her grandmama led her to believe that. Mm-hmm. And they, they kind of laid out a path for her, the, the path of least resistance. Okay. Okay. That's why we're having some of these issues. So if we can start teaching, okay, this life isn't about your dream. Because if I raised Erica with the normal mentality, I would have been like, you can have the best job. You can have a great husband. You will have beautiful children, a big beautiful home in a great community the best schools the best vehicles you know 3.5 vacations every year to the vacation of her place okay as right. soon as the first thing goes wrong uh-huh what's happening is now they have anxiety
0: right and now they're questioning the very core of their like identity yes yeah. You know, like, and oh, if, well, what did I do wrong? Or what where, what did I miss? What did I not like? Right. You know what I mean? That if that what you mental
1: illness, too. If, that what you, if that's what you market to your family, that that is the that's what life is worth living for. Yeah. When that doesn't happen, life is no longer worth living. Well, if I can't have it all. Right. Then why? I don't want it. I don't want it. If I can't have what I want. And what I was told my whole life, yes, you can have it all, just if you work hard enough. Because like every awards acceptance speech sounds the same. Yes, like, I watch all of them. I yes. love all of them. <laughs> I love watching awards in the music and the acting, and they all say the same thing. Which, granted, there, there's a little bit of of truth in it. Like you have to work hard to accomplish things. That that yes. is the truth. Yes, you have to work hard. It's not just given to most people. It's right. not just handed out. Right. So that right. is true. But they all get up there and say. To the little girl in the little boy watching at home. If you, if you dream it, you can have it and you just be willing to work and it will happen for you. That is not guaranteed. We are Mm -hmm. selling a lie. Right. We're selling a lie. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're, we're in a bad place. And the thing is like, remember we're throwing, we're not talking to believers. We're talking to the Christian community. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I think there's a, there's a, a large number of even Christian mamas and daddies that the thought of their children going to a mission field and doing without would devastate them. Yeah.
1: Because we're all about. Yes. The three things that mm-hmm. people, parents want for their kids are yes. safety. Yes. Health. And happiness. I just want my kids to be happy. I just want my kids to be healthy. I just want my kids to be
0: safe. And if I can accomplish those three things when I die and they have those three things in place, I've done my job. job. Yeah. Yeah, I remember having a conversation once too. I used to um, do these women's retreats back at our old church. And I remember looking at these girls and I was like, you know, sometimes... Radical obedience to God is going to look like recklessness to the world. Yeah. And that's just the case. Like, you know, um, and like, I mean, I think about myself with some of the decisions that I was making as a young person before I was married and stuff. And I had people looking at me and they were like, you are just being reckless, like you were just being dumb. And like, here I am like saving to like go on mission trips to these places. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and just trying to um, just pursue this newfound love that I had in the Lord. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? And going to a ministry school that was unaccredited. And you know what I mean? Like um, just these things that I just really felt like the Lord was pressing me to do, you know? And I just, I had a lot of people looking at me that that were telling me like, You're being dumb.
1: Yeah, this ain't gonna be popular. You're being really, really like.
0: Oh no, people
1: don't
2: like when I talk about this. This is not accepted. Yeah. Well, I know.
0: It just, but it does. It just, it needs to be talked about because if for no other purpose than evaluating your own life and evaluating your own decisions and evaluating your own movement, it just, it needs to be done. We should always be constantly surrendering the things that are in our life back to the Lord like Lord, or even pursuing him in the first place, Lord, is this what you want me to do? But then I know, like, you know, I'm going back to the business, but like, I know I can get so dang off track, especially when I'm in my books season and I'm like looking at the numbers and like pressing them all and everything else. And I'm like, we could do this and we could do this and we could do this and we could do this. And it's like, okay, Lord, this is yours to begin with. Keep me centered. Keep me focused. What do you have for this business? Where do you want me to go? Is this next year of my life going to be one where I have margin mm-hmm. to be able to pursue this and and grow this one aspect of it more? Is this going to be a year where um maybe we've got some pressing family stuff or or whatever, or um we really got to get our priorities right or, you know, whatever it is. But like, are you pursuing God in building your own kingdoms? Like, or are you building your own kingdoms? You know, I don't know. It just, it kind of it keeps going back there for me. <laughs> that makes
1: me think of, there's this video on the internet that my family gets a kick out of. It's this preacher <laughs> and he's just going off to his congregation. And it's, we it's not good, y'all. Like it's no, no. nothing. This person <laughs> yeah. should be proud of. Yeah. Um. But it's funny because he looks back to the people in the video booth. He's like, "And you people in the video booth, building your own kingdom in the video booth, because they're not listening to him preach. They were like talking or something." And he like <laughs> oh, calls yeah. them out. He's like, "Building your own kingdom." So every time someone someone says, "Building I your own my, kingdom," my mind went to the same, I think place, <laughs> it was the same yeah. thing. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's um, it's sad.
2: Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I I don't know. Like man, this this has felt like a rabbit trail. Pop. Podcast, like a conversation, like it has felt like a real conversation mm. about this, just going off into where our minds have gone, mm. and so like, what do we, what do we really do about it?
1: Yeah. Um, you well, know. what happens when your kids are sick, depressed, or not safe? They're called to a ministry that's not safe in your world, or I mean, Jonathan is a Marine. That's not a very safe career. Yeah. Uh materially yeah. speaking. Um yeah. but it's what, you know, we believe God's called him to and that has a lot of fear on our end. Yeah. But yeah. you know, if that's God's will, that's the safest place. I know that's like a cliche cliche phrase that yeah. Christian people throw on like if you're in the middle of God's will, that's the safest place you can be. But yeah. like in real talk, it's scary. So it's yes. like this is yes. not something that's easy.
0: Yeah, no. This is a this is a daily surrendering. This is like a, a daily seeking after the kingdom and, you know, coming back to a place of like, what are we called to? Like, what are, like, what are we called to as Christians, as believing people? Um, What was the verse that I messed up on? It's Psalm 374. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted
1: to throw out because something Mm -hmm. that under this umbrella of the American dream, I have been seeing this get more and more popular, even in Christian, like social account circles on Mm -hmm. podcasts or interviews or articles or whatever, this mentality that, um, if you have a dream, it's because God gave it to you. Um, no, (laughs) like that's not. Foolproof. Yeah. Where is that in the Bible? Because the verse says, Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass.
2: Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he will give thee the desires of thine heart.
1: So we take that. In here, mm-hmm. oh, the first two thirds of that, um, I'm not gonna l- listen yeah, to. Going to um, but that. that really last phrase, I really love that. That's my life verse now. Um, and He'll give thee the desires of my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when that's not at all what it's saying, like the no. two thirds is where we need to be living. The first yes. two thirds, right. let Him worry about. The desires right. of our heart. He'll change those to match his plans.
0: Yes, match
2: that his. The desires of that. my heart that I want given to me are not like, oh, I want this and I want this and I want this. What he's saying is when I'm, I'm committed to him and submitting to him, he will implant in me the desires that I should have. Right. Now, this is the thing. We automatically assume that those are going to go two different directions. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, man, if I submit to God and do what God wants me to do, then I'm not going to do anything I want to do. OK, so when someone says that to me right away, I, I just know, like, OK, we need to work in some other areas. And um, and so but so as I live my life, I'm like, OK, God's put some desires in me that I don't know that I would have. I don't know that if just given my desire to what I want to do in this world, I probably would have not chosen the route I have gone.
0: You wouldn't have chosen full-time yes, ministry? Yes,
2: probably not, because I lived it growing up and it was like, okay. But what's happened is, is he's like, Deanna, I'm going to put desires in you. Yes. And on the sides of that, he fulfills some of those other, what I would call my fleshly desires. You know, like... I'm going to let you go to Disney a few times and enjoy that. I'm going to let you go to this and enjoy that. You know, I know, Deanna, you love that clothing. And, you know, I'm going to let you have some of this fun stuff. Yeah. As long as you keep it in the right place. Yeah. And so this is, I I don't know. I don't, would there be some, could we think of some things that would be maybe signs that you're not there? Because it's really hard to like make and an assessment of someone else.
0: Yeah. Okay. So right off the bat, first off, um, and not that some people legit have anxiety conditions. Okay. Where there's like a legit, uh, chemical imbalance in your physical thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, um, I'm not talking to necessarily that, but if you like, if it is hard for you to fall asleep at night, because you're constant, like, like if like, Because you're afraid you're missing out on
1: working more. I can earn more. I can be working on this. I can be getting ahead.
0: Yeah. If your thoughts are spiraling and like, it's hard for you to sleep and you've got some thoughts that are preoccupying you that are not um, based off of like biblical dreams or concepts, you need to evaluate that and see where that's coming from. Um, You know, if there are some... Signs and symptoms in your life that are causing burnout, that are causing you to f- have feelings of like, I just want to quit it all. I just want to. I just want to go crawl under a freaking rock and just stay there. Not that you're not going to have circumstances in your life that are going to be very hard under pressure, you know, like um, that are going to call you to walk through hard feelings and everything else. But if this is like a constant thing in your life, I just think that some real evaluation needs to take place of. Um, and it's, it's balanced, right? Cause mm-hmm. it's, God's going to call you to do hard things. God is going to call you to walk through hard things. Um, but like in terms of like your job or career or like, um, just life dreams, mm-hmm. if you are coming to a place of where it's literally causing you to lose sleep, um, it's literally causing you to become maybe a little bit depressed, um, or some other things like where it's just it's getting hard for you to function, you just need to take a step back and evaluate why am I really building this? Um, what what's my purpose behind this? Um and if you are just in a season where you are just I don't know, I think about like the rubbable returning to the (laughs) rubbable. (laughs) that's how I remember that. Okay. That was probably not, that was a heavy mission. That was a heavy mission. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, I'm talking about the old Testament story of where Israel's finally allowed to go back and build the wall and like rebuild Jerusalem. And, um, and so I just, that's going to be
2: hard. Well, this you makes know, me think of. But. I had a conversation with my son, and he he was explaining how some of the guys in the group in jungle warfare training, um, they always um, make what they were what he referred to as a comfort based decision. Yeah. And as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, that's like the Christian community in America. Mm. It's it's like we're always. Making the decision that brings us the most comfort, yeah, and if we are making decisions based on comfort, it's we're usually going to be making the wrong decisions. Mm-hmm. um does that mean always no, but if if I have a pattern of comfort making decisions, then I'm probably not choosing the things that God wants me to do because. Those things are usually going to be difficult. and yeah, and they're gonna um interrupt my um my desired lifestyle of, well, I like an easy lifestyle, right. I like it to be easy. I like to have what I want when I want it. yeah. and so um if if your whole life is like, I make decisions based on what's gonna make me most comfortable. Yeah. And a lot of people
0: do and they don't even realize it. Right. Um that's that may be a sign. I know. You know? Yeah, that it just um that question is just such a good question, you know? Like how do I gauge this? You know? Um, I think about the fruits of the spirit and like the presence of the fruits of the spirit, like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Like, are those increasing? Mm. Are all of those um like, are you, how is your spiritual growth? Like, are you, I don't know. I just think of the wheels in our little Mm -hmm. spiritual growth planner. Um, and just asking yourself those evaluation questions. Like, are you increasingly, um, governed by the word of God? Are you growing in your love for the spiritual needs for those around you? Um, like if you ask yourself these questions and in whatever it is that you're pursuing, okay. It's not necessarily just your job, but, Um, maybe it's like your parenting, like, am I, am I doing these things in what I'm pursuing? Are the fruits of the spirit increasing in what I'm pursuing? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know, like evaluation is an incredibly important tool and we can spend the majority of our lives literally like never asking ourselves the hard question. And then all of a sudden becoming, a grumpy old middle-aged person. Yeah. That's or we look back and bitter. we life
2: we've just lived for all the stuff this world can give us. Right. You know. So you know when you bring it down, like, why do I need the next house? Yeah. The bigger house, the better house. Um, why do I need this next car? Yeah. Um, Why do I need this? Why am I buying this? Why am I spending time on this? What is your purpose in things? So
0: that's a great example. I can kind of talk to that a little bit like, um, because we just recently bought a car. um, And that was hard. (laughs) Um, Because I have to do for um, not just business, but I travel long distances, you Mm -hmm. know, often I'm by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and so one of the first things was, okay, like, do I buy a used car to where we don't have payments and leave a little bit of margin in our, in our budget and everyone's, everyone's situation is going to be different. Um, but like for me, it was, I'm going to be by myself on the road. And if I, you know, get stalled out or pulled over like a thousand miles away from home or you know what I mean? Like Uh, that was just that was a thing that drove me to okay, you know what, maybe we want to go with something that's a little bit newer, like we've got younger kids. And by the time, you know, we've got a vehicle that's paid off, like they'll be starting to drive. And then you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it was just it was a bunch of these aspects that kind of went into, but it wasn't driven by, man, that's a really pretty car. And man, that's a, bells and that has all those bells mm-hmm. and whistles. Oh, oh man, I would people would definitely. What start will my respecting neighbors me. think when I'm in the church parking lot? Yeah, they gonna walk these by These people it. will definitely start having some respect for me <laughs> once they know that I can have a car like that. Yeah, you know, like that wasn't. And I'm not trying to boast to myself here. You know, like I'm just giving you like a practical explanation of like where my brain was when we went to go buy a car. You know, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even super. Um, like Christ like either like I wasn't you know what I mean yeah. like it wasn't some like ho- higher than what am I trying holier to say? than that holier than that you know like um but it was just a very practical okay these are the things that I need mm-hmm. and y- you know but it wasn't a chasing after or building after my own comforts or th- like it was just a practical okay this makes sense
1: yeah you overall know? it's just like when you are pursuing, if your life goal is to pursue the American dream, bigger, better, more safety, happiness, health, blah, 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 for the sake of those health, things. wealth,
0: prosperity. yeah. Yes.
1: If that's what you're pursuing, you may come across those along the way and you may accumulate a lot. You just may, if you work hard enough, um, if you catch some breaks, you may. Um, but when you get to the end of it all, like it's going to be like wood, hay and stubble, like you ain't going to, like as a believer, when you get on the other side, like to, to throw things back at Jesus's feet. Uh, You ain't going to have very much if you've not really focused on using those things. Maybe you were given, accumulated a lot of material possessions and and relationships and positions and status and all this kind of thing. But you um, forge them into being a tool for God's kingdom to be grown. That can be a crown you throw at his feet rather than just, I got a lot out of life. I squeezed as much juice out of it as I possibly could for all it was worth. Um, like, cause ultimately the American dream just leads to, it, it's a cycle that never ends. It's an uh-huh. addiction that never ends and it uh-huh. never fills never the promise, filled. the promises that it tells you it will. Yes. It's always going to leave you wanting more. It's going to leave you disappointed, discontent, depressed, burnout, um, wanting more. Whereas God's plans, we know from the, you know, scripture, they're always going to give us hope in a future. Yeah. We have purpose in that. We have joy in that. Um, and as believers, the great commission, seek ye first, the kingdom and fulfilling God's dreams and plans for our lives should be a, the biblical based mindset we should have for ourselves, our kids, our families. And even as we serve in our churches, like you can't go wrong. If your filter is the great commission. Yeah. Seek ye first mm-hmm. God's will for my life.
0: Will you go to, um, I just, I think that that's, that leads us into that song that you were telling us all about. Yes. And so, um, and that's just going to be a perfect ending to like this whole conversation and you know, rabbit trail, if it was, yeah. or, you know, if it, if, if it just seemed kind of scattered, but if y'all can just, just at least start the evaluation process yes. yeah. and just start looking at some of the movements of your life. um, I just, I think that it it will benefit, you know, mm-hmm. and it will lead you to at least question and sit before the father and you can't go wrong with that. But Will you read the lyrics to that song that we found? So
1: the song that immediately came to mind when we talked about it is it's literally called American Dream by Casting Crowns. It's from the early 2000s. If, you know, several of you may have heard of this. It was a banger back in the day. I remember <laughs> rocking out to this as like seven year old in the car. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to read the lyrics because it's it's the perfect summary of what we're talking about. All work, no play may have made Jack a dull boy, but all work, no God has left Jack with a lost soul, but he's moving on full steam. He's chasing the American dream. He's gonna give his family the finer things. Not this time, son. I- I've no time to waste. Maybe tomorrow we'll have time to play. And then he slips into his new BMW and drives farther and farther and farther away because he works all day and he tries to sleep at night. He says things will get better, better in time. So he works and he builds with his own two hands. And he pours all he has in a castle that's made with sand. But the wind and the rain are coming, crashing in. And time will tell just how long his kingdom stands His American dream is beginning to seem more and more like a nightmare with every passing day. Daddy, can you come to my game? Baby, please don't work late. Another wasted weekend. And they are slipping away. Because he works all day and lies awake at night. He tells them things will get better. It's just going to take a little more time. So he works and he builds with his own two hands pours all he has in a castle that's made with sand, but the wind and the rain are coming, crashing in. Time will tell just how long his kingdom stands. He used to say, whoever dies with the most toys wins, but if he loses his soul, what has he gained in the end? I'll take a shack on a rock over a castle. In the sand. Now he works all day and he cries alone at night. It's not getting any better. Looks like he's running out of time because he worked and he built with his own two hands and he poured all he had in a castle made with sand. But the wind and the rain coming crashing in, time will tell just how long his kingdom stands. And then it ends with this little outro that it says, all they really wanted was you.
0: Mm. Yeah, that'll preach. Um, That was a song called American Dream by Casting Crowns. Um, This conversation is meant to stir us up to good works in Christ, you know, and to point us back to God. And so if anything, just allow it to take you there, allow it to ask the harder questions um, and just... Read the book Radical. Yeah. You know, just just mm-hmm. question what it is that you're building, what it is that, um, that you've bought into, you know, um, and then just kind of evaluate and go from there. And it's a lot simpler than what we try and make it. You know, a lot of the times we know what the answer is. We don't, we just don't want to do it. You know, a lot of our issue is not hearing from God. It's obeying his voice. And so that's what I would encourage you with. But as we do with all of the episodes here at the Iron Women, we are not going to leave you guys all depressed and low, burnt out, disappointed or down in the hole. Yeah. Feeling guilty because you just
2: bought a new car.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That'd be hilarious.
0: right. (laughs) I'm just going to (laughs) go buy (laughs) or sell (laughs) everything that I own and go become a missionary. Um, But anyway, so yeah, we want to kind of lift, leave on a fun note. And so our fun cup question is, what is your most recent? And this one, Will. No. Oh, that (laughs) was so good. (laughs) What is, it kind of ties into the first, which uh, Mm -hmm. cartoon did you watch when you were growing up as a kid? What was your most recent TV show binge?
1: I know mine. Gilmore Girls. No, we're not binging that. I mean, we're watching it like once every couple of days. I don't consider that a binge. A binge is like, you, you don't stop. It's like all you oh. eat, drink, breathe until you watch it all. Um, mine was oh, definitely the last season of The Crown. I, I've loved The Crown for the yeah. last like six and a half, seven years. Came out when I was... Uh, in college and me and mama started watching together. Cause we love like Royal family, like British kind of things. We love gossip and drama. We love, like, <laughs> I love historical based, <gasps> documentary type things. Um, so I love the crown and the last season came out and it had, you know, the whole Diana stuff in it for yeah. the first time. And it was oh, so addicting. I, I wept when it was over, I wept. And then the fact that like the real queen died, like, A year and a half ago, actually on the first day of my honeymoon, we woke up on our honeymoon and it was everywhere on the news that she had passed. Wow. And so it was just like with that in retrospect, and, and they mm-hmm. ended it so perfectly okay, with the three cool. actresses that played the queens. No, no, no. Um, spoilers, I'm not going spoilers, spoilers. No spoilers. But, well, that's, it's all over the internet now. So you've probably seen it if you're on the social media, but it's just how it ended. It was beautiful. I wept. I was so sad it was over. But yeah, that was yeah, my- Whether
2: it was really true or not, all of that stuff, but it made for <laughs> a great ending. I think I'd have to say the same thing because that was a day, it was for some reason a day I was at home doing a bunch of stuff at home. And I like to have noise in the background.
0: Yeah, I have recently discovered that both Deanna and Erica can work with a TV show in the background. Uh, And I'm in
1: awe. She is way more like that than me. I don't... Because she works from home. Yes. I'm gone all day. So normally... Other, only friends is the only TV show I can have playing in the background when I'm working on stuff yeah. I'm normally a sit pay attention mom on the other hand can have something playing in the background and she's just piddle paddling yeah. cleaning and you, so you working still pick
0: up on it like you're like storyline and everything see I could never ever ever work like that I would be it's so ADD it's a gift I was like three <laughs> hours later all of a sudden I'm like dang it I didn't get anything done but man that show was good like <laughs> yeah yeah I just I like
2: having a TV on the background whether it's just music or little house in the prairie or but yeah um and i started doing gilmore girls because i heard she was sending me oh this clip of gilmore girls made me cry (laughs) and i'm like okay let me let so i started watching that so daddy and i when he comes home he eats dinner we watch a gilmore girl episode um but yeah i think that would have been the last one i watched all the way Mm -hmm. through i think it was like two days two days of something yeah yeah so Um, how about you
0: man okay so so I like I binge podcasts. That's what I binge because I go for these hours and hours and hours drives. She's so much more spiritual. No, wow, so much uh, better than I. Okay, us. Ah, some ah. of my podcasts are like murder mystery things. <laughs> I have okay, to be well that's counts. Oh, you're okay now. Yeah, we I approve. have to be careful with those because they can you know make me tailspin into not healthy thoughts. So I just have to temper how much I'm allowed to have those in my life. But anyways, um, no, okay binging can it be like over like a few weeks like you like because yeah. we usually will watch something like at night like and like what you use all your free time
1: and that's what you're going to and it's like i need to finish as soon as i possibly can in my schedule okay that's i'm trying
0: to th- okay i'm trying to think because i did just recently spend more time in bed uh, that, yeah, being sick and stuff out, yeah and so that um I'm just going to go I'm like trying to think about because the last thing that I said on here was this is 40 that it was <laughs> and we've totally condemned her oh that. my goodness I did not realize how raunchy it was I must have just watched the TV version I don't know we also fast forward through like every single sex scene that there yes. is and so that could have been but anyway so I apologize if y'all went and watched <laughs> this is 40 and like felt like you were like maybe not a good Christian anymore but anyways uh, I digress um, I really like just like really crap uh, dating shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. uh, married at first sight. That's what mama had. No, yours was
1: 90 days, something.
0: 90 day fiance. The one that you
1: binged a few months ago. No, I think. Mine. Was it married at
0: first sight? Was it married at first sight? I love yes. married at first where sight. Where the first time they see each other is they get oh, no, married. No, 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 that one is. Um, oh no, that. Oh yeah, with ninety day fiance. Be. No. Yes. Okay, Mine married at first, married sight. first sight. That's I the, the one the where they talk of. to each other through the wall. Love is blind. Love is blind. Oh, I binged love is okay. blind a couple years Those ago. Those two are are probably what I tend to turn uh-huh. to when I'm like stuck in bed and like need to you know like and Not the, think about your sick. Yeah, <laughs> and. Can I be like really transparent? It's because I love looking at my husband and be like, man, we've got a really solid marriage. (laughs) We're so much better than them. So not that jacked up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those are mine. Those are yeah, mine. Those are. Yeah. Yep. OK, oh, well, on that note, we will leave you with that. Um, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Iron Women. Uh, tune in next week. We are going to be discussing this was probably the most requested topic that we had uh, our listeners write in about. Um, And so we're going to be talking about finding the balance of truth and love with regards to the LGBTQ community. So um, we love you guys. We will see you next week. Stay tuned. Hey, sisters, thank y'all so much for spending your time with us. We are excited and expectant for everything Jesus is going to do through these conversations. If you found this encouraging, insightful, or if it brought you some moments of joy or laughter, go ahead and share this episode with your spiritual sisters to keep today's conversation going. Then come on back and hang out with us on the next episode of The Iron Women.